we're on we're on we're on i thought you said you're doing the intros <laughs> see now we're going to include this bit greetings <laughs> all my name is ian jagan <laughs> right there you go we were covered very covered sp at the very last second said okay wait i'm doing the interviews and then forgot that he's doing the interviews uh, <laughs> i guess what just that that that's such a sit special <laughs> i know eh hi guys welcome to no balls cricket this is our west indies special um the finally we have someone from the land of many waters guyana um he's currently in isolation he's also because of that he's going to be known as the isolated club cricketer and he has about <laughs> 20 other nicknames let's not go into what those are um please don't we used to live together um we used to play cricket in our house there was a bin that was uh, used as 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 a catcher again the less said please about that who won not me. don't forget to mention who won the most me what you anyway what continue kind of continue anyway. i'll get i'll get to that later <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later continue he's going to get his shots in at some point but yeah, yeah definitely um, lots of cricket this week um west indies pulling off one of the most ridiculous heists of all time in bangladesh um and you know finally we caught um one of our west indian friends to do a podcast with us so here he is dr yeah. ian jagan mr ian jagan um right. welcome to Greetings. the show yeah thanks thanks a lot um happy to be here as you mentioned in isolation so you know happy to spend my time with you guys especially on you know when west indies on a winning note it's you know now now i could face you guys and you know get into a conversation you know? <laughs> <laughs> otherwise otherwise you know how that goes right he's 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 been hiding away for years because he's been too embarrassed to talk about them on air brilliant um westies have been generally good over the last three four years just not against india <laughs> I, who's been one minute who has been good against india i mean england just won a test like a week ago Yeah, there you go. So you see, you see we, got, we got we got we got whitewashed in New Zealand in the Test series. So you know, it happens. The guy always talking up, you know, always boasting for India. Yeah. All right, we got a lot to un- unpack on the show. We got the West Indies Bangladesh Test series, and of course, India's comeback, um, which we will do a bit later. Let's focus on the West Indies for now. Um, we'll start. Ian has a lot to say about this, obviously. But let's start with the first test, which has now been rechristened by No Balls Cricket. You heard it first. It's called the miracle. The miracle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Over what? What? Um. Just very happy overall. You know. Um. Everyone from uh, everyone in the in the region just very happy. Um. It was a well fought series, and we yeah just overall quite happy about the outcome. I think the guys showed a lot of fight, especially you know going there not necess- not full strength. So it was good to get uh get the the, the series win. Yeah, a few really, really promising-looking players coming out of that. Um, yeah. Obviously, Kyle think, Miller himself with that crazy inning. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I think one of the biggest. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just saying, Inkrumah Bonner as well because you know, like performing yeah, both I matches. Think, and I think then... I was discussing with a few friends the other day, um, and I think that's one of the best parts about this series that we found a couple of nice, you know, new guys. and Kruma Bono um Kamers a couple of good guys that you know really gives a lot of healthy competition uh to the actual test squad which is you know always a good good uh a good thing yeah but the real question is who's going to give competition to Ian Bishop he comes up with the most brilliant end of game lines <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he's the winner and Westies win forget Westies win Westies moment he's just perfect <laughs> Hands down, he wins. <laughs> no, comp- no, no competition there. <laughs> no, so 
Okay, we'll go through the the cup, the two test matches. First, of course, was the miracle where West Indies, to be quite honest, struggled against Bangladesh's spinners for four out of the five days, and then Kyle Mears pulled something out of his ass on the fifth day. Um, yeah, a miracle. The miracle, the miracle yeah. as it happened, um, couldn't have happened without Bonner and probably without Josh De Silva either, who is another yeah, big definitely. positive, I would say. Definitely, definitely. Um, those were good individual performances from those uh, guys that you mentioned. And I think you guys touched on it in the previous podcast. It was it was a good innings from Cam uh, Ayers on debut. And um, it's just nice that they continued it in the second, the second, uh, the second test, and was able to win that one. Also, as as close as it was, you know, it was a real close test, but nice, fun. No, the second test was actually a much better game, um, but you you again had uh, had good um, good contributions. Justice Silva, ninety two in the first innings. Um, yeah, the but- rack man, Jumbo. <laughs> um, the, Where did that Azari Joseph innings come from, by the way? <laughs> I was just going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, that was a good inning, yeah. Every now and again, he pulls one out. I was telling Sid the other day, he, he has good potential with the bat also, you know. So, just needs to focus a little bit more. He could, he could score a few more runs, I feel, in the upcoming series. I, I, sorry, before I before we go on, I must say, Little's brand of lemonade is getting lots of airtime this, this this week. This <laughs> is the third or fourth episode where I've been sipping on this. Um, maybe they should sponsor us, man. What sponsorship coming up? Yeah, yeah. sponsorship coming up. You, you should you should reach out to them now. I, I will. I, I mean, for, I will. for all our what, like for all our for about fifty viewers, they can. All, yeah, all, all 50 viewers of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, I'll actually view this. I'll actually go and view this episode to have our guest guest appearance. So you know, that's 51. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so coming, coming back to the cricket, uh, lots of positives, as we said. Joshua Silva and Kruma Bonner, Mayors with that ridiculous inning. Um, and Rakeem Cornwall, his bowling in that second test was outstanding. And his catching as well. And fielding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And Cornwall honestly is a is an inspiration to all of us because uh for we all think that athletes have to be these this like chiseled, super fit person. And then now we see Rakeem Cornwall showing up with like uh yeah, I mean Rakeem Cornwall looks us makes us look thin. So for, for for someone of that build to succeed in cricket is is good. I think I think yeah, we can yeah. revisit our cricket careers and aspirations after that. Uh, one minute, yeah. you definitely can't. <laughs> I, I set that one up that's, on a platter. That's that fired. Like the, that, yeah, that that's the fired. full toss for SP. I mean, that was like literally facing your bowling, basically, because nothing else <laughs> happens. I get either full tosses or long hops. I can put them at the park anyway. Um, um, Again, we have archival footage of his crap, so let's not go there. Um, but we'll stick with the West Indies. Um, so, so obviously, that second test went down to the wire. Um, it was a batting collapse that actually made it that close. It shouldn't have happened. You guys had a fairly substantial lead on the first inning. Yeah, I was, um, I was watching the second innings and um, with Warner and the Silver batting. Um, after losing the night watchman quite quickly, I was disappointed with how we, you know, fizzled away for just one seventeen. But um, I don't know. Thankfully, we pulled it off with a ball. Um, and with that being said, I think West Indies over the last two three years in Test matches has been, you know, have been winning matches mainly because of how good the bowling has been, and more so the, that along with that, the little lower batting order sort of scenes, you know. No, that it, you've got a point. I mean, they've got a very good sort of lower to lower middle order in the back yeah. end. Um, yeah. And you think of the guys that are coming through now. You got Bonner, who'll probably, I, I would say, Bonner should easily walk into the West Indies uh, first team. Um, he just looks a very technically correct batsman. Mears would struggle, even though he played that great innings. I think he would struggle to get in above some of the guys that are already there. Um, the only real weakness I can see is the opening slot because that doesn't really change, does it? Yeah, that's true. Is is John Campbell hasn't necessarily, you know, cemented a spot there, but I do think there's potential in him. And um, I don't know if you guys know, but today they've uh, confirmed that Sri Lanka will be touring the West Indies. Yeah, so that. that starts that starts on the third of March, and there are a couple of test matches in there. So it's a real 
interesting to see, you know, and exciting times to see the teams that, that they would come up with and, you know, just, just hope that we could continue uh, progressing, you know. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like John Campbell is uh, is West Indies' answer to Rohit Sharma in the sense that he's got all the talent and yeah. somehow always signs one of the stupidest ways to get out at the end of the in- his innings. Yeah, but hang on one minute. Rohit Sharma this time found a way of getting out on 161. It was still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just made the 169 runs first. Huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but... No, no, I, 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 I agree. I mean... I agree. I think John Campbell definitely has, uh, you know, talent. He is talented. He is skillful. But I don't know. He just needs to, you know, string together a few more consistent performances. And he needs to do it soon, you know. As much as there's not a not of a clear-cut uh, option, I still think his time could be limited, you know. So he needs to start pulling his weight a bit more. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Craig Brathwaite as captain, by the way? Because I honestly caught very little of the series apart from highlights because because of the time difference. So I I couldn't really watch, like I couldn't really observe how he was doing in the field. So I think he like, bowled I, better than he batted. He picked up three wickets in that last inning. <laughs> that, that I saw. But more importantly, like, how is his captaincy? Because you imagine Jason Holder has a knock when he comes back, but... As as an as a as an alternative, if if he's ready to step up, yeah. Well, the for what from what I saw when Craig previously uh, captain the team when Jason Ola was absent uh, a few occasions, and he would captain the team every now and again. He used to be very 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 defensive, right? Um, from the times of, from the inception, he would just drop the field back, very very defensive. On this tour to Bangladesh, he was a bit more aggressive. Um, good change of, uh, with the bowlers, change of bowlers well. And um, I think he was a bit more proactive. And, you know, it, I guess it showed in the, the series victory. Now has a series victory against Bangladesh in Bangladesh. You know, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, they're, they're a difficult team to beat at home. But I just on yeah. that note, I, I just wanted to ask, does that have anything to do with the fact that the last few times he's captain, the bowling attack hasn't been hasn't been as good, maybe. Especially in subcontinental no, conditions. You've I now got Cornwall, you've got Warwickan, you've got spinners that can hold no. an end up. No, the, la- the, the, the test I was talking about was just a few years ago, if so much. Um, and the bowling attack was quite similar. It's just a matter of not necessarily, just the defensive fields. That alone was a, a big difference in uh, this series here. And it showed, you know, they took wickets, they, they, and, you know, they were able to pull out the win. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a strange last sort of eight, nine months for West Indies cricket since the, the pandemic. Um, there was, of course, you know, winning that first test match against England, which sort of set the world on fire because there was no other cricket at that point. Um, yeah. And then, of course, they went on to lose the series and lose the two tests that they played in New Zealand. And then winning this with, I mean, more more than I would say. I think eight or nine of their best players not being there. Yeah. So with that being said, that's why uh, I mentioned earlier. Like we went to England, we won a test there. New Zealand was was really difficult. Now we went to Bangladesh, we won the two tests in Bangladesh. That's why it's very exciting as a you know as a as a region to see where they go from here. Playing Sri Lanka, you would say they're relatively, you know, in line with Sri Lanka in terms of um, the rankings and, and and the stage that both teams are at. And we play in at home. Uh, so it's very, very exciting times. We have a nice, health, we have good healthy competition in terms of the, 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 the top 11. So it should be a very, very competitive series. And hopefully we could just, you know, continue in the winning, the winning ways. Yeah. Um, the the one bit of controversy, obviously, with West Indies cricket, I always want to get into, um, is the the absent players. Now, I can understand the test team because most of the guys that weren't there in the test team were actually sitting at home. We having a nice we having a nice cool cool uh, <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday evening Tuesday evening cricket discussion. Now you want to raise my blood pressure? What was this really? Uh, let's 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 stray away from this topic. <laughs> it comes with the territory of being a West Indian fan, doesn't it? Um, 
in case people don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I think the T10 league had more West Indian players than it did like from Asia. No, I'm not talking yeah. South Asia. I'm saying more, more before West. Before you continue, all of Asia put together. Before you, before we continue with this question, let me ask you guys a question to hear the perspective that you guys have. You know, how do you guys feel about all the West Indies international series against Bangladesh just taking place? And at the same time, you have the T10 league where your captain, uh, Kyron Pollard, is 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 is, is playing in the league, and all the other, um, the majority of main ODI players that are playing in the T10 league instead of the Bangladesh uh, Premier League, with COVID being worldwide, COVID being you know whatever. What's your thoughts? What what do you guys think about that? I mean, I think it's ridiculous, but you know that's just me. Aditya, I, I, I agree. Like, I, I think on the face of it, it's definitely ridiculous. I, um, like you want to see the best players for every country playing for the country, but at the same time, I can understand um, why they were they were in the T10 league, and it, it's very obvious. Obviously, it's, it it comes down to just the amount of money that's there on offer, and. Um, I I know it's easy and sentimental to say, hey, you know, you you put country over money and all of that, but but at the same time, I, you know, players have a limited time to make all the income that they can. They they uh, the average career is going to last like five, ten years max, and that's when they make all their money. And as if especially in a time like this where where um, anyway international cricket is getting pulled because of COVID, I think if you get the chance to to cash in. I, I, I like I don't really hold it against them. I see where you guys are coming from, where you would prefer them to be playing for the countries, but I just feel like it, I like I can understand why they picked T10 in that case. Yeah, I um, it doesn't make it right though. I don't know if if you're going along the lines of money, then I mean, in cases where this is just my opinion, in cases where you have um, guys like if Paul Hart is just gonna for example, is just going to go around the globe playing for money and that sort of stuff. You know, might as well just... How old is how old is Pollard? 30, 32? Might as well... Um, or a bit older than I, if anything. Just, you know, stray away from that sort of... Um, that sort of thing and, and and look towards building building a team where, you know, you have players who just really want to represent West Indies and play um, primarily for them, you know? I think what would really help is one, if one, there were a one, lot more. Sorry, very, sorry about that. One very quick point. Ravman Powell, when he played the ODI series, and immediately after he flew over and he played the uh, the T10 league, it's possible. You know, you could have missed the initial leg of the T10 league, um, and then go go after. I mean, you know. No, look, I hear what you're saying. I I don't disagree with either of you. I I'm in in that sense. I, I all I'm saying is I can understand why some players to like, make that decision of, of prioritizing franchise cricket over international cricket. It, yeah. I think it's, I think at this point in time, it's just one of those realities and especially for countries where, um, where it's different if you're playing for England or Australia or India, where international cricket, you're going to get enough money anyway. And especially even if without the, even without the cricket, you're just going to get ridiculous amounts of sponsorship money, especially, you know, in a case like India. So, you don't have to make that call anyway. I think it becomes a, a harsher reality the more the less money there is in the international game for those countries. Then then it becomes a case of I could pay play for a lot more, put a lot get, take a lot less risk in terms of of injuries and cash out when I when I can. I can understand why someone takes that decision. I, I completely see your guys' point of it does make sense and you know yeah. international cricket should come come above all else. Like I I agree with that sentiment. I just just I just say that I, I feel like I get where the players are coming from. Yeah, I mean I can I can say this last thing on on this point. Like you guys, I don't think feel it. You definitely don't feel it as much because India is the IPL. It's just the IPL and stuff. In terms of to be honest, that ODI squad that we sent to Bangladesh was it was. It was bad, all right? I mean, at least the test squad had a nice mix of a few experienced guys and a few young guys. That was nice. They still had hope for the test team. The ODI team, there's absolutely no hope. There was zero hope, you know? 
apart from um no even shy and even shy hope was in there so <laughs> yeah. that was just, I, was just I, I, was, I was waiting i was waiting for the pun to come up yeah <laughs> there's absolutely no hope so in terms of um you know in in, in that regard we're we're we sent a, 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 a such a depleted squad that you just you're not enticed to even watch it such a series to uh, you know, sometimes. And then you have your players who are playing in the T10 leagues and stuff like that. So it's kind of disheartening to some extent when things like that happen. But again, to, as you correctly mentioned, to each his own, you know, everyone has their own priorities and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, that's how it is. I mean, let's look forward now. We've looked at, um, we've looked at what they've done in, in Bangladesh. We've looked at the controversy surrounding the T10 league. Um, let's look forward now. There's Two or three big things. Firstly, of course, is the Sri Lanka series. Um, uh, and a couple of questions on that. One, out of the, the people that have uh, played in Bangladesh and won, um, other than obviously the regulars like Azari Joseph, Shannon Gabriel, Cornwall, and the two openers, um, who walks into that? Does anybody walk into the test team? From the guys who played currently in Bangladesh, yeah, I think the- definitely. I think... I think um, I think Shane Mosley will miss out. He has to go back to the regional level and uh, try and build on from there. I think um, Nkrumah Bono definitely, definitely um, makes the, the plane 11 against Sri Lanka. I think with the likes of Hetmeyer, uh, Shamar Brooks, I think with those guys being back, I don't see a space uh, place there for Kameas, unfortunately. But I, w- I do think he will still be around the group. Um, but Bona for sure, Joshua De Silva definitely. Uh, I I think he'll make eleven. And the same the same few like you mentioned, Alzari, Shannon, Kimar, uh, Cornwall. Um, yeah, and the rest is the same. Craig. Yeah, yeah. Craig and John Campbell. I mean, you know that. Uh, yeah. Doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. You see, when it comes when it comes to West Indies and their their eleven, recently as I mentioned, the last three four years with Test match cricket. The bowlers have been doing very good. So that's a standard with Roach, uh, Shannon, Alzari, and then you have the spinner, Rakim. Um, the middle order, which Shane Dowrich, um, Jason Holder, they pull, they pull the middle order with the runs. Our problem has been primarily the top four, right? Our number two and number three spot has been such a sad situation uh, recently. Um, but I think with, with Bonner at four, I think uh, with Shamar Brooks back at three, I think Blackwood being there at number five and Joshua De Silva and so on. I think I think we have a solid 11 that we could definitely gel and, um, you know, again, continue winning series for, for West Indies. Is there a case for pushing uh, Brathwaite to become captain over Jason Holder? Um, I think it's a similar something like what you guys faced with Virat and Rahane. I think yeah. that's exactly what happened. And I don't think it'll happen. Uh, Jason Ola, for whatever reasons, as you know, we know he, he didn't tour and he wouldn't, he wouldn't lose out on the um, on the position like that. And uh, as much as Bratway did do well and he won the series, again, there there is some tweaking and everything. And I don't think such a drastic uh, decision would be made. I think Holder will definitely start back in and he'll retain his captaincy role and they'll continue. It's interesting. Um, I think Sir Andy Roberts came came out maybe a few weeks ago saying that, uh, basically just saying Jason Holder is a really good cricketer, but he completely slated him as captain saying, you know, he, he seems to not really have a clue on the field uh, um, and just said he's completely lost. If if things aren't going West Indies way, he, he gets defensive very quickly. Um yeah. And, and it's, uh, yeah, I think definitely. I, um, yeah. No, I was saying I, I asked you when I asked the question about Craig Brathwaite a while ago. I, I did think of the parallels with with Rahane and Kohli, but and and wondered if that would apply here as well. But I, I think there have there have been some questions over Jason Holder as a captain when when things aren't entirely going West Indies way. But that happens really often. So like, I mean, you can see what. <laughs> <laughs> hang, hang on, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm stating a point here. Like, funny, you can see funny that, but true, funny but funny true. But true. Um, <laughs> you know what happens really often, and you can see it with teams like, um, like the West Indies, and 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 
you even saw it in in fact in australia where where when things weren't going timpain's way he went really defensive i think it's just the modern way even in that first test match between india and england you did see kohli push fielders back and push them into defensive positions i just think it's the modern way i don't think yeah i think it's not a comment on on uh, holders captaincy as much as the modern way but um and and i think it's also fair to point out uh, i mean no offense uh, ian but i feel, i feel like west indies quite often when they go up in a test match they're usually going to be the the weaker side so so jason holders <laughs> <laughs> ஒன்லிங் <laughs> 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 um, but more recently I, i remember some i think it was the ecb president at that point where he called west indies a mediocre side yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they lost the series or they lost or they do the series i they think they lost the series. first match yeah yeah and the last time so, that they went now was from the ball yeah the last time england went to the west indies they somebody said something else that they were they were not a very good team or something of that sort yeah. and they got absolutely yeah. spanked in the first two tests <laughs> on 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 that note very quickly i mean it's it's nice that shank is torin when it comes to west indies and uh, the bangladesh story it was nice fun um but i just want to see progression i just want to see they continue i i i i don't want to see the, you know back to always against the sri lankans when they come you know hopefully it, they just continue winning and at least not not necessarily not just winning but fighting you know so i'm showing some sort of fight and you know the want to win <laughs> not just okay, get rolled few, over i have a few parting questions now before we wrap the segment up uh, <laughs> um first of all okay first most important thing the world t20 is this year it's happening in india uh, at the end of the year the west, west indies, indies are always going to the world t20 as favorites they're probably the best six hitting sides in the world um it's like your format you have to own it Yeah I on on not I have a quick question for you um uh, parting question as you call it um have you recovered from that defeat um from Wankeri when West oh Indies beat yeah. in the semi final yeah, yeah 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 I I I've recovered from that we won uh in Australia twice yeah I've recovered from that that's right that's right <laughs> still lost the semis against west indies anyway oh continue anyway <laughs> no that was the last time the west indies won the world the last time the world t20 was held actually all the way back in 2016 that seems a long time ago now doesn't it um, yeah yeah so i mean this is going to be a really exciting tournament i mean we haven't had one since then and yeah, uh, i'm looking forward to it actually yeah definitely and i'm sure everybody in the west indies is cuz it's like their favorite format i mean the west indian love for t20 cricket is something else man they make it as with all cricket west you watch a good west indies side and they make it like lively and alive yeah and, <laughs> and the champion dance and yeah no um i'm sure he, i'm sure ian's looking forward to seeing carlos brathwaite back in the side okay this is this is where I, this is where i leave <laughs> No 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 wait 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 I'm not done I have two more questions for you The com- the he can't leave the commentary box dude leave him right there he's in the commentary box <laughs> What yeah. was he doing commentating it with a big no he was playing the big bash the guy what was it he doing some facebook lives or something He was on trick info leave, leave him right there He's been doing he's been doing trick info punditry uh, that I've yeah. seen I, I mean <laughs> yeah. that, that, it's not much to go by because trick info have Sanjay Mandrekar So like <laughs> joke also most important question right the shannon like boys this who the shannon like boys <laughs> <laughs> in case no one knows what we're referring to join the last <laughs> join the test series between england and the west indies the last time they played shannon gabriel <laughs> was actually giving demerit points i can't believe <laughs> i got to say this because he threw a ball joe root was staring at him 
and he looked up at Joe Root and 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 just said, "What are you looking at? You like boys?" <laughs> and to clarify for some people that are not um, familiar with the West Indian way of talking, Ian, take it away. <laughs> you like boys? Just there's nothing to explain. I don't think I don't think there's anything to clarify there. <laughs> no, Root's response, of course, was that he was being homophobic. You don't need me to explain that one. Where we get more complex with the with the you know the rants and the you know the lines, then yeah. But you like you boys, like is you like boys? <laughs> Do you like boys? Oh man, that was just golden. Anyway, guys, <laughs> right. Um, that's our roundup of um, what's been going on in the world of West Indies cricket. Um, yeah. It was nice being part of the the pod for this segment. You guys, thanks yeah, for having you, me. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was fun having you. It was fun having you. Excellent. Uh, finally, we got to do this. Um, we've been talking about the whole Guyana crew and you know the fantasy stuff and Caribbean things for a long, long time. It was great to actually have a West Indian on the pod. Are you guys? Are you guys doing another fantasy for IPL this year? Yeah, yeah, of course. IPL is coming up, and we're doing fantasy. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to, depending how it goes. If yeah. we if we um, are, you could join and let 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 me take your money, not Sid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's been great fun. I mean, um, obviously, we're going to do more fantasies, and and that's going to be covered on our podcast. That'll be excellent. We'll have tables and graphs, and and uh, hopefully the commissioner as well. Um, and <laughs> yeah, we'll join you in the next segment, guys. Thanks for watching. Cheers. All right, guys. Welcome to the India England segment. This is the fun bit. Now we get some revenge. Um, <laughs> we're back. There's lots of talk about. Honestly, cooking. I don't think we need revenge. I feel like we got our shots in at the West Indies, even while <laughs> celebrating them. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not talking about the West Indies. You're forgetting I'm living in England right now. <laughs> ah. I had no nothing to do with talking about the the West Indies. I had to get my shots in anyway. But now England, I'm going to take my little piece of uh, this thing. First, let's start with with the thing that every Englishman has moaned about at some point or the other this week. Was it really that bad a pitch? The pitch? No, I I think I don't think the pitch was that bad. I think it's I, I think it's very standard practice that uh, that when you have a really turning pitch in in Asia, every every white con- cricket country has to complain about it, um, and, and without having any Thoughts about complaining about seeming pitches in England or whatever. Yeah, but come on, mate. To be fair to the Aussies, the last time we produced something like this for them, they beat us. <laughs> yeah, Again, that's what? true. That, that, what? that that pony pitch. Guess what? I was there to watch that go down. Yeah, I remember you were in Pune that for that match. Sorry, we um, were both there to watch that go down. Oh yes, no, we I were. were. <laughs> yeah, you guys were. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys were there together. Um, yeah, yeah, that was not a fun match. No, but one minute. We're looking at it from a very Indian perspective. Let's get the neutral view on this. Do you really think yeah, it was that um, bad a pitch? With see the little I saw, um, the fact from day two, um, a few balls hitting the 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 pitch and the the puff of dust that was that was there from day two, the morning of day two, seemed a bit uh, excessive. Right again, again. I cannot comment fully because I didn't watch a lot of it. Uh, I think the test match finished too quickly, to be honest. <laughs> before before I caught myself, the, the the game was over and I didn't get to uh, catch the highlights. But the lit the 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 the, the fact that it was that drastic amount of dust popping up from day two, early on day two. Um, you do it. You do have to cast in mind. Maybe it is a bit. You know, it was a bit too too excessive, I guess, um, to some extent. I mean, Ravi Ashwin. I, mean, I know you prepare the pitches depending on you know your home conditions, and I agree with all of that. But um, was it too excessive? I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I've seen worse pitches in India than this one. This was not comparatively. I've seen worse ones. This was not as bad. That whole South Africa yeah. series in 2015 was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like that. Those I'll, are bad pitches. I'll be, I'll be the first those person we, to we see those pitches. We went too far into home advantage for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, anyway. Though I, I feel like I was probably saying the same thing that then as I, as I am now that I feel like everyone, every team just 
over does it on home advantage anyway so why why yeah i'm now gonna get I, i was not i was now gonna comment on the same thing um as up to when West Indies traveled to New Zealand uh, at the end of last year, when you saw those pitches, it was full grass, right? Yeah, but that's you can't see those pitches. That. Those are better exactly. pitches. That's the outfield. Exactly. What's exactly. can't see the pitches. That's outfield. Exactly. That's my point. That's uh, it, that's my point. If you expect that in New Zealand or England, then you expect this in in India. It's I feel yeah, I feel yeah. like that's completely fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's they true. had they had no right to moan and they got slated for it. So. Yeah. With that being said, it makes our interest in third test. Really looking forward for that. Yeah, um, I, I have to say that third test is going to be really exciting because it's going to be day night as well. It's only the second day night yeah. test ever played in India. Nice. And the last time we finished the game in two days against, well, it was against Bangladesh. This is Bangladesh. And if I remember correctly, all the wickets were taken by seamers in that game. Yeah, but that was also Calcutta, which is the fastest pitch in the country. So, where Where's yeah. the third test again? Ahmedabad. Ahmedabad. Third and fourth tests are in Ahmedabad. Yeah, Ahmedabad. Yeah. And is a crowd expected for that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, yeah. it's a new stadium and they're going to have half. It's now a 100,000 capacity stadium. And they're going to have half. So, 50,000 people in. Yo, I'm just just very, just out of curiosity, how um, how did they come up with the decision to have, uh, is it like full crowd? How did they come up with that? No, it's 50%. It's 50%. Yeah. 50% then yeah. protocol and everything like mask and that sort of stuff or no. they're supposed to be wearing masks but I, I and you would see some people wearing masks but like yeah yeah so I think how, once... how did that decision how, how did they come to that decision though like the first test was no crowd then was it five days after you have a crowd like what no Is so they were anything? always going to have crowds for the for the uh the third and fourth test the thing with the yeah. Chennai leg was that they were not sure because Chennai had a large outbreak the week before. So they decided that the first week they were not going to have a crowd. And the second week, once mm-hmm. the situation, which ended up improving a bit, they then decided that they would have a crowd. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay. So we... That third test should be good. That third yeah, test yeah. No, no. Good. Looking forward to it. Let's just look back at this test. Um, first, obviously, Rohit Sharma's 161. And then he decides to play, do the most Rohit Sharma thing and get out. I mean, I've watched him back, made 161. I'm damn happy. And then the fucker decides to do the most Rohit Sharma thing ever. And he gets you angry again. You got to out somehow, right? If that's his way, that's his way, man. What to do? At I least mean, he's he made got 161. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but, but you do the... He, he probably had a double century, like, on-off for the way he was batting. And he, th- he kind of threw away a chance of that. But also, yeah. like, he, he, that innings probably won the match, so... So, I mean, okay, obviously there was Roy Sharma, there was Ashwin's 100 and his five wickets in the first innings. Um, and that ball to Ben Stokes where he just made him look like a complete mook. Yeah. I, I, I got to <laughs> add, there was also Pujara getting run out for what I believe is the ninth time in his career. Or Pujara getting run out again. Yeah. But Pujara's had some shit luck, man, in this yeah, series. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. In the first match, he gets he gets out by pulling a ball straight into the hip of short leg, and it pops up to mid wicket. I know, and right? Yeah, that was some. Then, then this run out. Yeah. Um. So that there was that. Then there was Ashwin. Then bloody Akshar Patel. Where did he come from? One minute. First of all, let me just clarify. In the last Test match, I was ready to throw my half-eaten vada pav at Shabazz Nadim. Here, my vada pav <laughs> was finished, and I had another one without complaining. <laughs> Thanks to Akshar Patel. I, th- I, th- I think Sid is going to pick Akshar Patel for his, uh, his, the first pick for Fantasy League coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Test match Fantasy <laughs> on spinning wickets. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Go ahead. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, I mean, it was a much better looking side. Akshar played and he was obviously has more control, bowls a bit quicker, looked better than, I mean, Nadeem was just completely ridiculous. And they had Kuldeep Yadav, who didn't do much, to be fair, but he was in the team. Yeah, I was really happy to see Kuldeep in the team. I think he, uh, I mean, also, let's be fair to Kuldeep, he's been, this is his first test since, uh, what, early 2019, that Sydney test in, in, in uh, 2019. So he's playing after like over two years, he's playing test cricket. And um, he did struggle, I thought, in the first innings. And it was good, even though we all wanted to see Ashwin get that uh, five, 10 for in the match with uh, by bowling in the, in the second innings. I think... It was good that Kuldeep got some got some overs in and got some wickets in. Probably should have, I mean, definitely should have had Root before Siraj dropped an absolute sitter. Uh, but he's had some rhythm and it's good. 
Okay, so now couple of other things. Firstly, I mean there was some like uh, the wicket keepers union and a few <laughs> commentators. I swear to God, they had some like orgasms on Twitter over Ben Folks. I could not understand it because <laughs> Rishabh Pant kept just as well. No, but in all all fairness, Adam Gilchrist did say, um, you know, kudos to to Rishabh Pant also the day after. You know, like he did he did yeah. um, acknowledge that. I- I think Rishabh Pant got his fair share of praise as well. So I yeah, think, yeah, I think, he was quite outstanding. And even today, um, with the the stumping of uh, what's it, uh, Dan Lawrence. Dan Lawrence, sorry, yeah, the one where he Ashwin basically nutmegged him. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like that diving something. Pant had a great, great uh, match behind the stumps and uh, the, those two stunning catches in the first innings. Um, and I think everyone appreciated it. It's not, yeah. I, I think the thing with Ben Folks is obviously Ben Folks has this. Reputation of being a, a great pure wicketkeeper, and people loved seeing it, especially because a lot of touring wicketkeepers struggle in India. And he did, he genuinely did a good job. I think, um, I no, don't no, think no. there's any argument. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm not saying that he didn't deserve praise, okay? But I've never seen a wicketkeeper praise that much in one game. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I mean, the, 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 the Rohit Sharma stumping was a brilliant piece oh, no, of, that was a, of keeping. Completely genius piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I agree with you. Um, so there was that. That was that talking point, of course, with the keeping. Um, this, of course, puts now the debate whether Saha or Pan should play is properly dead. After this, that's <laughs> match is properly now. dead. At least yeah. for now. Uh, until the next <laughs> big drop. And then he'll be like, yeah. come on, Ash. Un- until <laughs> until Pan bats like three innings and gives it away quite easily, three innings in a row, then I think the debate will start back that he needs to, you know, yeah, but cool see, the, fourth, the thing is, he can hit a fifty in the fourth, and Saha can't. Anyway, that's a that's the, let's not go back into that. Um, I think I think Ian did that on purpose just to trigger. Yeah, you. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I very nicely avoided it, but the big question was, of course, <laughs> because that, that's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> the big question, of course, is why didn't we pick Dinesh Karthik? Dinesh <laughs> Karthik would have been would have been great on this pitch. He would have been superb home ground also, yeah. The man, the man, busy playing at DY Patel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, um, yeah. So okay. So there was that. There was Rohit Sharma's innings. Ashwin scoring a hundred on his home ground. You can't write that script. And getting a five foot in the same game. I'm uh, just happy that Ashwin scored a hundred against someone else other than the West Indies. <laughs> I was about to come to that. Ashwin loves batting against the West Indies, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> don't re- you don't have to remind me about that. <laughs> four hundreds. Yeah. Four, four out of five hundreds against the West Indies. <laughs> Dude, you could just imagine the majority of those times we would have had you guys at least, you know, like. Somewhat in a good, we would have been somewhat in a good position, and then Ashwin just comes in and hits a hundred. Listen, it's like, oh minute. my gosh! If you think three hundred and fifty for five is a good position for the West Indies, yeah, sure. No, I'm sure he came. <laughs> he, came, he, came in, he, came in he came in more difficult positions than that before. No, um, I, I was actually at the ground the day he hit the first of his uh, his four hundreds against the West Indies. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, where was that? that? That was a ridiculous test match where the scores ended up level in Bombay. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were there for the second day of that. I remember going and watching that. Um, yeah, and yeah, I mean, Ashwin was just, just battered, and you know, he battered and battered. So we knew he could bat, but the way he got to his hundred was just class. You know, top edging one over the keeper. With that being said, let me ask you guys a quick thing. Um, if you had to pick uh, Jadeja versus Ashwin, who would you go with? Oh. In your eleven, your prop eleven, you play in a series away and abroad. Like you're, you're, you're number one eleven for India. Who takes that spot? Because I know the debate would always be Jadeja a bit more with the bat than the ball. But you know, Ashwin again has proven that he, you know, he can make crucial runs. So who, you, who would you go with? The, 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 the So this I would really clever for me. This is really clever for me, and to, to to turn this around and make this an uncomfortable part of the pod when when honestly SP and I should have just been celebrating for the next ten minutes. <laughs> but I will tell you one thing. I will tell you one thing. If if I'm going on a all round package, I'm picking Jadeja because he's a better fielder. Yeah, he's a he's also genuinely a better batsman. Ashwin's yeah, yeah. A, a good batsman, but Jadeja's better. Yeah. yeah. So, and the thing is, the bowling, I mean, the, the bowling records are similar in terms of, not the number of wickets, 
but the averages and things like that. And Jadeja does keep it really tight. I, I, I have to disagree on that one. I think um, I agree that he might be a bit more solid with the bat and under feeling mm. for sure. But I just think Ashwin is too good of an off spinner. And he makes that, he takes that squad hands down as your number one spin in the team. You know, um, if you're looking yeah, at yeah. it on one point perspective, yeah, but I think you guys have, India has too many good enough, good batsmen that you don't yeah. need that, you know. Spinner is spinner. And that's I go the, hands down. That's the other me, thing. Now, now the debate's almost done because neither of them are fighting for the same spot. Um, I would find, if we play five uh, bowlers, which we pretty much do by as a rule now. I get yeah. the feeling that we'll always pick both of them. We'll pick both of Even, them. And you can still play three pacers with having both of them in the team. That's yeah, the yeah. thing. That's the other thing. So they're not fighting over the same spot anymore. Just personal preferences here and there, of course, will always remain. Yeah. Anyway, but he's... Uh, by the way, last one, one more thing I want to add before I move on from Ashwin is he's not done trolling Australia. He's still going to remember this. He's going to get to 400 test wickets before Nathan Lyon. So, Rahane's jersey like ka parvati 20... is still going. <laughs> when, he start, when he entered the Australia series, like 20 wickets behind or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Imagine he's going to reach 400 before Lion. Now, now, now that I've talked thought about it, you guys have... Um, I, I like how it matches up. If we had to put the 11s on, on, on the paper, I like Ashwin, Rakim Cornwall, Jadeja... <laughs> Jadeja, Jomel Warkan slash versus Sami Pramal. You know, we actually... Vira, we actually... Sami, oh my god. That's another one who will get a half-eaten vada. I, I, I think I just shot myself in the leg with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Vira, Sami Pramal could not spin a single ball. So anyway, um, right, we'll move on from Ashwin and uh, that whole debate about the spinner and whether Vira, Sami Pramal should even uh, be allowed to bowl. Um, <laughs> Pant going after Jack Leach, that was a no-brainer. Um, that stumping that... But to be fair, Jack Leach has come back against Pant, I think, a bit. Um, you know, it's not like the I first test where he was going... Yeah. But also, like he, he's, he's just kept him a little quiet. First test, he was going at 9 over at one point when Pant was batting. Yeah, but that's because um, of this. Also too. Yeah. Also too. <laughs> Um, but the I think the best bit of this whole thing was Moin Ali coming back out of nowhere, plays one test match, gets eight Gone. wickets, get hammered, and then decides yeah. that he's going home. Listen, I'm oh, gonna I, be sorry, little, sorry. I'm gonna, he almost got the I'm fastest little, 50 in the history of test cricket also today. Okay, so I'm going to be a little serious here uh, on when it comes to Moin Ali. I know we've bashed him as a spinner in India. He hasn't, he's taken his wickets, but the Indian batsmen also have taken a liking to him and he's not been like stellar. That's, I get that. But I also feel like Moin Ali's just been really hard done by, by England quite often throughout his career. There, he has his weaknesses. He's, he's, he can be too, um, too loose as a spinner. He obviously has a short ball weakness as a batsman, but at the same time, I feel like, like there's no reason here where he, sh- I, uh, f- first of all, he's going back because he was supposed to be going back after two tests anyway. That was like that was a pre-agreed thing. The way they've been rotating, um, Josh Butler, Johnny Besto, like everyone's had that rotation. Moeen Ali also had this pre-agreed rotation. He's gone back they, at the very last minute. This is a guy who who's just like everyone else has been uh, as part of this whole bubble for the last two and a half months or however long it's been. Um, in the midst of that bubble, he's also gotten COVID and and spent two weeks in isolation when everyone else got to train and whatnot, and then. When he's supposed to, and he and he's probably going to be picked in the IPL by some team or the other, which means if he doesn't go home now, he'll be in a bubble straight for five months until the end of May, right. and and not go home, which is which would be unfair on most cricketers, and and a lot of people haven't done that. Uh, and it's not like he he chose to go home because they only asked him at the very last minute to stay. Otherwise, he was supposed to go home anyway. So this idea, this this framing that oh he's chosen to go home, uh, he's sort of leaving the team after one test. He wasn't supposed to be here past this test to begin with. He's, it's just that he's, for some reason, he's getting a little more stick than than other people in similar situations have. Right, so how, how, how do you rate his batting? How do you rate Moen Ali's batting? <laughs> Listen, in India, he's a really good batsman. He has a great record in India. The last the last time around, he had two te- two centuries and and I think two fifties or one fifty something like that. He was probably one of the more consistent bat- batsmen they had in that in that tour. I, you know, you you send him to someplace like Australia, he's gonna get screwed because he can't play the short ball well, and that's like, all right, he's not he's not meant to be batting 
at three right. or whatever in Australia. But I, he, his batting here was fine. Perfect. Now, with, with that being said, right, I just got another comparison for you guys and just would like to, you know, get your take on it. Um, Moen Ali, nice off spinner primarily. Uh, you'd say he's a batsman primarily. While well, West Indies has Ross and Pace, Ross and Chase. <laughs> Who would you say? <laughs> that was one of our uh, house names, Ross and Pace. Anyway, Ross yeah. Pace, um, yeah. What would you say um, in terms of comparison? Who would you who would you say is the better the better of the two? Um, I would actually because... say I, I would actually say Chase is the better batsman, but Moin Ali is definitely the better. I would have said the exact same thing. I think Russell Chase is yeah. a better batsman for sure. By yeah. by a long way. I, yeah, I, I don't, and I, the thing is, I think the West Indies, I think it's because of the scheduling as well that the West Indies don't play as much test cricket as India or England. Uh, mm-hmm. England, I think, play the most test cricket out of anybody anyway. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah. You, so I you agree. tend to see Moin Ali a lot more than, than Chase. But I think if you're basing it on pure ability, I think Chase is a much better batsman. And... He's a bit more consistent as an off spinner than Ali is. That's the other thing. But Ali is obviously more skilled. Yeah, Rossi Jays doesn't. I don't think has the magic ball the way Moin Ali does. Yeah, but yeah. he will. Yeah. But he also just doesn't bowl a lot of loose deliveries, whereas Moin Ali does it all the time. Yeah, yeah, very enough. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would tend to agree with that. I, so, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a sort of very accurate kind of description. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Well, also looking at okay, so. Now, this is the other thing with the series. Is England have decided that they're going to make wholesale changes. India had a problem with the combination in the last game because they wanted that left-arm spinner who could bat a bit. And with Aksar not being there, they had to play Washington Sundar to sort of firm up the batting. So, I think the Indians are pretty much more or less set unless they get a bit of a seeming wicket in Ahmedabad um, with the pink ball under lights, which obviously then changes your thinking and you play one more seamer. So, Bumrah comes back in, I would assume. Uh, if that is the case. Yeah, I think Bumrah was deliberately rested from this match with Ahmedabad in mind. Which, by the way, was a really gutsy call. I think, because um, no, everyone mean, could have... Yeah. It, it was a smart call. It makes sense. But also, when you're 1-0 down in the series and you know you have to win a match, to leave out your strike bowler thinking, planning ahead and saying, you know what, we're going to win this match with our spinners anyway, so we don't need to risk Bumrah. It was a smart call, but it was a really gutsy call. Uh, the, Definitely. Credit agree, the, yeah. yeah, credit to the Indian team there. I mean... Okay, I'd agree it's a, it's a gutsy call, but I think the thing is that um, on a wicket like that, where fast bowlers did pretty much practically next to nothing. I mean, Stuart Broad was running in with Ben Folk standing up to the stumps. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like to literally... That's like how they do it for you all the time, Sid. They've not done that. <laughs> you know what? They, that has not happened to me in the longest time. <laughs> yeah, right. It used to happen very often, but it hasn't happened to me for over two years. Um, you um, played cricket in, in, in two years? Yeah, I, I did. I did. My last Are you season, sure? Yeah, my last season was 2019-20. I haven't played since April of last year. So, okay. yeah. So, so in, when you say over two years, one of those years is a COVID-induced no cricket year. Let's just let's no, keep that I in fin- mind. No, no, hang on. We finished last season. I only haven't played this 2020-21 season. Yeah, but, that, but that was a year ago. Huh. <laughs> Ah, so in over two years, no? so those are oh, let's go back to Stuart Broad, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, okay, yeah, and and Siraj being there was it's a pretty easy fit because he's he's a really good bowler in those conditions. Um, yeah, and if there was a bit of reverse swing, swing he would have been the one to find it, I think, more than Ishan Sharma. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, it helps that you have a good bo- a good backup bowler in, in Siraj to come in so that yeah. leaving Bumrah out doesn't, you don't feel like you're losing out that much. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but do you think England were right in leaving Anderson out? Nah, I would have. I mean, long term planning, maybe over the series, it bears out as a good decision. But like on this pitch, I think they, I think Anderson would have been a handful. And especially considering the fact that neither Anderson nor Broad are playing the one days. Remember that. So they will go home immediately after yeah. the tests are done. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, you're not there in the one days and stuff. Your your time limited to just the test matches. You know, I I would like to think the players you know rearing to go and you have a test match to play, an opportunity to play as much as you know. Yeah, you're gonna go get rested and stuff, but it would have been nice to put in the best performance at this second test if you had won this one and go two up. That would have been amazing, you know. So I would definitely would have played Jimmy Anderson for this test also, but 
they went the other way around. Then didn't, didn't work out too well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, I think I, th- I think they lost the game not just with the bowling, but the the batting was just gone, gone, gone. No, I mean gone. you can't expect to win a game when you make one hundred and thirty and one sixty in two innings. I mean that's you're not yeah. that's like we made more than that. Rohit Sharma himself made more than that in one inning. Um, <laughs> I mean, their total doesn't even combine to Sharma and Ashwin's together. So like you know it's it's a bit. Um, yeah. You're not going to win a game there. You know, when you've not made a single 50 in the game. So, what was the what was the biggest difference between Test match number one and two that you guys would say in terms of such drastic changes? The pitch. The pitch was one, I think. Um, but but I also feel like it, India bowled a lot better this time around, and and uh, Akshay Patel had a lot to do with that. I think there was just a lot more control, um, and England bowled a lot worse. Um, I, the spinners, Jack Leach was pretty good the second day and, and in the second innings, but like they just didn't have any control the first day and they let India get, get away. But I still feel that that's the one problem that they're going to have in this series is that their spinners are not going to give you as much control as the Indian spinners are. And in, yeah. it, it's exactly that because it came down to uh, Nadeem and Washington Sundar not being able to give you the kind of control that Akshay Patel did in this test match in the first test. And that's why England could score 500 and whatever. And, uh, you know, um, whereas England obviously got the better of the conditions in that second uh, test as well. Bear in mind, we didn't bat very well in the first innings of that first test match. Yeah, we, we were about a... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Do you think if, if the toss went the other way, it would have been a, a big difference in, in how the game panned out? I think England would have gotten closer. I still don't think they would have won. Okay. Yeah, I I I think the toss was a bigger deal in the first match. In this yeah. match, I think even if India hadn't won the toss, they probably would have won the match. Because they would have just yeah. Ran. yeah. They would have... I mean, there was help from the first morning itself for the spinners. So yeah, mm-hmm. great yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Going to be um, a nice nice third test and 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 you know series lined up nicely. Yeah, the series is lined up nicely. Um, so a few changes, obviously. Um, number one. This is the interesting bit now. England have a lot of things coming up. So Jofra Archer is supposed to be fit for the game in Ahmedabad. So him, he'll will he come in over Ollie Stone? I, Joey's out on. I think he will. I think he will. Yeah. To be fair, Stone was pretty good in this game. He was, but yeah. uh, I think I think if you can only pick one of them, you definitely pick Archer. I don't think there's a question there. James Anderson walks into the, the test team. I think Broad was completely ineffective in in Chennai. Yeah. Um, it's probably yeah, if it's a pink ball test, you you probably pick three seamers. Now the question is, Ben Stokes didn't bowl, so I mean he bowled like two overs in the first innings and didn't bowl at all in the second innings, if I remember correctly. So whether he's too injured, to, he's got an injury that's preventing him from bowling, and if that's fucking up England's combination or like they're kind of being really um, guarded about his his fitness when it comes to bowling. If I'm not wrong, I saw him doing some handstands on the uh, the, the field yard. Did you guys saw that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw that. <laughs> so he was doing enough of that. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's fit yeah. enough to do that. He should be fit enough to bowl, no? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a decent amount of a gap. That's the other thing. The yeah. Next test is for another week, so people can recover from whatever niggles they have. But they're again going into a bio bubble, so that that's going to have another impact because they'll have that whole changeover. And yeah. I think the gap is there between tests. Um, okay, so first thing, obviously, it's pink ball. It's under light, so there will be some movement for um, the fast bowlers. That's one thing. Johnny Besto comes back in for the test match. Remember that. Yeah, he's back in the squad. Who who would he replace? I, I think Ben Fox is the. No, I think Ben Fox is the keeper for sure. So, I think he comes in for Dan Lawrence and plays as a batsman. I think that's a no-brainer. I think he's looked a bit out of his depth, Lawrence. It's, 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 you know, England really really rate Dan Lawrence as one of their best players of spin, and and uh, he was kind of all at sea in in this match. It's like Pant said, no, Bhagwan ke naam pe kuda hai. <laughs> <laughs> For for Ian, let's translate that. It means he's jumping out by saying the Lord's name. <laughs> this, some of the sledging has been too good, dude. Yeah, the, the good thing about the sledging is they haven't used the, There's no swear words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, there is that, a... that, that, that's when it's nice and fun, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a way to sledge without being a dick. It's just that Australians have never learned how to do it. Uh-huh. Exactly. Are you, it's still not complete, yeah. We still have to go back to the Gabba Ash. 
Oh my god, I have to tell I don't know if you guys saw this, but there are actually t-shirts now about for that. Oh, we, we should I, get I it. We have to do a pod with this now. <laughs> I, I'll mail you on to Guyana as well. Yeah. <laughs> so right, gonna, when, I, when I put this blog up or when we edit this video, I think we should put a picture of that t-shirt in and, and if people want to buy it, they can. It's not, we haven't made it, so we're not promoting anything or whatever. But... <laughs> also, who, whoever's made that uh, uh, t-shirt... Uh, we are uh, our uh, our uh, interests are uh, for sale now, so you can get a plug very easily. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, so so India will probably make just the one thing. We look for sponsors from the Jersey Company, from the Lemonade Company, from the Water Company. Listen, we are desperate. We we are desperate. We are desperate. We aren't desperate. We are for sale. It's capitalism at its finest. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We'll just round up really quickly. Um, oh, changes for the next test. Do you think England are going to go best over Lawrence? I think so. Because I think Lawrence is I think so. out of his depth. I think so. I think so. Um, yes, I also Lawrence, think... I yeah, think Zach Crawley comes in for uh, for Rory Burns. By the way, I feel like Rory Burns just like uh, he's just not cutting it as an opener at the moment for them. I mean, he's had series. one bump test, so I think you can cut him some slack. Maybe you take a call after the next one. Um, that's you could cut him some slack and cut his cut, cut his hair also. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> cut his hair. he looks like a pirate. <laughs> Rory Burns. <laughs> Uh, if Zach Crawley is, is 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 fit, he definitely should come back. Uh, Joffrey yeah. should definitely come back. And James Anderson. It should be definitely. good though. It should be good. It should be good. You know, it should be I a think, good third test. I think it'll be a bit more friendly to the seamers because that that'll really make it uh, interesting. Um, uh, yeah, and I find it interesting. But I think team selection there will also be interesting. Maybe they play Anderson and Broad together, and just uh, basically Anderson comes in from Mo and Ali then, um, and they play three seamers. What about Dom Bess? I think they just rely on Jack Leach. They just the rely on Jack. Oh, interesting. It's a, it's a possibility. I don't know. Listen, I, we've not really seen how how good a spinning ball the ping ball is. So it's like this is completely up in the air. Yeah, maybe they still. This is true. Yeah, maybe they still go with two spinners, or maybe they don't. I, I feel like right now, I think from England's point of view, I would go with Anderson, Broad, Archer, and uh, and Leach as my bowling attack. You have Stokes, Stokes in support. Um, Stokes and Joey Root to throw over his arm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'd definitely go with those three yeah. paces and Leach and then Stokes if he's fit the ball and Joe Root to spin a few. Yeah, yeah. That could be. With I mean, it, ping, it could work. With the ping ball with the ping ball and those guys, I think, um, yeah, that would be good. Um, for India, I would say only one change. Um, it's harsh, but Kuldeep will miss out if they have to. I think Bumrah comes. I think yeah. Bumrah just comes yeah. into yeah. yeah, yeah, that seems yeah. very enough. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean that those are going to be the changes. It's going to be a really fun test. I, I can sense that, and it's going to be pink ball under lights. You know, it always. Um, what time? Up. What time? What time does that start? Uh, in your time. So that starts one thirty p.m. India time. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So the other thing is, uh, how much of a factor will you play in that? Ahmedabad in in February. February remember. Yeah, it's February actually. That's yeah, point. Yeah. So it could get very interesting. Maybe Aditya might, might fly over, give us a, a live, you know, on the ground sort so, of. So, uh, we, we, need, we need Nikkei to do his job properly. He needs to go. His his Chennai tips are not good. Now we need him to get to get to Ahmedabad and give us a proper pitch, like inside info. This later, he's going to be on our pod next week. Um, just a <laughs> reminder for all of you viewers. There's an IPL auction special coming up next week. We're going to do the, this is the first time we're ever going to do a podcast with four people. Um, and uh, it's going to be completely raucous, just like an IPL auction is. Um, yeah. Lots of fun things about the IPL auction. Uh, very important players, including Steve Smith, Glenn Maxwell, uh, Harbhajan Singh and Arjun Tendulkar. <laughs> don't, don't forget Mohan Ali. Oh, and Mohan Ali, of course. Um, so that's going to be next week. Um, the other thing that we've missed is there was a T20I series between Pakistan and South Africa. 
which ended with Pakistan winning 2-1. The last game was really exciting, actually. Went down to the last ball. Um, but they couldn't... South Africa, of course, they've been so incompetent at so many things over the last year. They couldn't score six off the last ball to win that. One, one quick thing. One, one quick thing in terms of the, the upcoming auction. How, how, how do you get disqualified sort of from it? I mean, kind of disappointed that Sri Sant didn't, um, you know, make the cut. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Sri Sant got one minute. The last time Sri Sant played in an IPL game, we all know what happened. So let's not go down that road again. <laughs> Do we know? <laughs> yeah, he bowled two no balls and he got banned for seven years. <laughs> I think I think Shishan needs his own like Amazon series. There you go. Shishan should be the face of no balls podcast. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have Mr. Shishan. You just want yourself the face of no balls podcast. <laughs> oh, Insert Shishan is here. <laughs> Speaking of, we had two awards last week. Do we have any this week? I don't think so. They, suddenly, all the nobles disappeared. Yeah, by the way, uh, the in- Indian first innings was the highest score ever made without an extra being conceded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that. that was pretty good. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun all fact. thanks to Ben Fogg. That's, that's, that's why everyone loved him. On that <laughs> very fun fact, it is time to end. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week with an auction special and we'll back, be back the week after after the third test. Thanks, Ian, Thanks for joining guys. us. Good Cheers. good day, Ian, on, man. Cheers. It was fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, guys. Happy. Yeah. Cheers. Bye.